Hello, this is Today Podcast. What's your favorite color? Sorry, it's National Answer the Telephone Like Buddy the Elf Day. So I had to do it. <laughs> this is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Friday, December 18th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, it's answer the phone like Buddy the Elf Day, so you should try it. It's kind of fun. I've actually uh, done that a couple times, and uh, it's interesting, the reaction you get. The people that know the movie The Elf, um, they're cool with it, and they give you a little chuckle. The people that don't think you're crazy. And, you know, most of my friends apparently haven't seen the elf movie. Okay, whatever. It's a little problem, but that's okay. I'm going to keep answering the phone that way. (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, a great little documentary about the elf uh, is on Netflix. It's uh, the movies that made us, or at least in this case, the Christmas movies that made us. And they talk about the elf and how they got Will Ferrell on board and all the various other, you know, characters, the director, things like that. And they also Talk about how much it lines up with those Rankin-Bass animated classics. And I, earlier this month, talked with the Rankin-Bass historian. That was on my December 6th podcast. Be sure to check that out if you haven't done so already. It's interesting to hear all the stories behind the movies that we all know and love. You know, those stop-motion animation movies from Rankin-Bass, like uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Frosty the Snowman. Uh, You can learn more about those on that December 6th podcast. All right. Uh, As I mentioned earlier in the week, we're not doing the weekend podcasts anymore. I know. I've sent out boxes of Kleenex to various listeners. Uh, It'll be okay. I'll be back on Monday. Uh, You'll get through this. We'll get through this together like we've gotten through everything else in 2020, right? I'm comparing myself now, uh, the lack of podcasts to 2020. No, (laughs) let's not do that. It's nothing like that. It's just we are not going to do podcasts on the weekend. It is a weekday podcast still. I'm able to call it daily. I checked with the lawyers, the legal team. Uh, it went to the Supreme Court. It all is good. I can still call it daily podcast because it does happen every single weekday. It's just not going to be happening on the weekends anymore. Uh, but uh, that doesn't mean that we're not going to cover the various events that happen over the weekend. For instance, this weekend, we've got National Emo Day. So dress like an emo, listen to some emo music, and, uh, you know, enjoy that on Saturday. Also, enjoy some hard candy, because it's National Hard Candy Day on Saturday. Sunday, uh, to recover from your uh, emo uh, (laughs) dress and music and to make yourself feel a little bit better, it's National Sangria Day. So enjoy some sangria. And it's also, on Sunday, National Ugly Sweater Day. And, you know, it's an ugly sweater, so if you spill sangria on it, that's totally fine. So that two, those two national days just totally work together. That uh, rarely happens, but it works fantastic for Sunday. Uh, later in the show, I'm going to talk with somebody about Ugly Sweater Day, uh, somebody that's very familiar with sweaters. <laughs> we'll do that in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about the events of today. And we start in 1944 with an executive order from Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Okay, so he had actually passed this order back in 1942, February 19th, 1942 to be precise. And what did this order do? Well, it sent over 120,000 Japanese Americans to detention centers. Let's put this into historical perspective here. You see, Pearl Harbor had just happened and people here were paranoid. 
and they actually sent FBI agents to search Japanese American homes. They froze bank accounts, they imposed curfews, and then eventually they put 120,000 Japanese Americans in detention centers, American citizens into detention centers. And these were basically built on horse tracks and fairgrounds. And the people in the detention center, they really had to fend for themselves. They had to farm, they had to teach, they had to do all of the work in these centers. And finally, on this day, on December 18th, 1944, the Supreme Court handed down two decisions on the legality of this incarceration, and both of them said that this was illegal and that they could go back to their lives. So what happens? They go back to their lives. They're given $25 and a train ticket back to their old home. It's just unbelievable that this happened. Uh, in 1988, there was an official apology saying that the executive order was done in a time where there was racism, hysteria, and bad leadership in this case. All right, let's move now to 1964. The Pink Panther cartoon series premiered on TV. Yeah, so the Pink Panther, you guys know him now as a insulation salesperson. That's really all I think we know of Pink Panther these days. But the Pink Panther actually started uh, as a series um, within the comedy franchise of Inspector Jacques Cousseau. Cousseau? I can never say that. I can't do French. We've already determined that on earlier podcasts. Uh, but yeah, there was a couple of Pink Panther movies, things like that. But anyway, on this day, it became a television series. Another big thing that happened on TV on this day was in 1966. Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, aired for the first time on CBS. And you know what? The Grinch is not going to steal our Christmas this year. In fact, I've got some proof next week. Yeah, okay, well, we're going to talk with a professor about the first time ever that Christmas was canceled. And I'm going to give you a clue. It wasn't in 2020. It was in the 1600s. And we'll talk about that next week. I'm also going to be joined by NORAD. Yes, they are going to be tracking Santa. And we've got some insight into where Santa is. A great podcast for you to play for the kids coming up next week. That's on the 22nd. All right. In 2019, yep, last year, the United States President Donald Trump was impeached by the House of Representatives, becoming only the third president of the United States to be impeached. The funny thing is, he was impeached, but we're still not sure if he's going to leave. <laughs> Come on, that was funny, no matter which side you're on. That worked out, right? All right, let's tell you about some of the events uh, that are happening this weekend that we won't be able to talk about because, as I mentioned earlier, we don't have a podcast on this weekend, but I'm going to talk about them right now. Yeah, so let's start with 1960. Frank Sinatra on the 19th, which is tomorrow, Saturday, he uh, did his first session with Reprise Records. The song was Ring a Ding Ding. And uh, I've never heard of it. So there you go. Uh, Frank Sinatra did his first recording. How about this one? Uh, in 1974, Nelson Rockefeller was sworn in as the 41st Vice President of the United States. In 1991, Boris Yeltsin took control of the Kremlin. And in 1996, the television industry executives agreed to adopt a rating system 
that I still don't understand. And then in 1998, President Bill Clinton was impeached by the United States House of Representatives, becoming the second president to be impeached. And on Sunday, back in 1946, on December 20th, Frank Capra released It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, that didn't really become a classic until much later in its run, but yes, It's a Wonderful Life was released on the 20th. In 1957, Elvis Presley was given notice to join the army. Yes, he had to shave his hair, go into the army. It was a whole crazy bit, but that is how he met Priscilla. We've talked about that on another podcast. You can go back and listen, but I'm not going to tell you which one, so that way you have to listen to all of them. In 1985, Howard Cosell retired from television sports after nearly 20 years. There was a bit of controversy after that. He wrote this book and basically saying that, yeah, I shouldn't have had these co-hosts. It's kind of an interesting story. Uh, you should check that out over the weekend here. And in 1993, Donald Trump married Marla Maples. Uh, he's not married to her anymore. I, I can't remember how many wives he has, but uh, there you go. Uh, he got married and celebrated an anniversary <laughs> on Sunday. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the ugly sweater day. And I'm talking to somebody from a place that is very cold. Oslo, Norway. I feel like they're going to wear a lot of sweaters there, right? So this guy probably knows a lot about ugly sweaters, or he's seen a lot of ugly sweaters. Uh, we'll talk to him right after this. All right, we got to put on the Christmas tunes for this one because it is the celebration of Ugly Sweater Day this Sunday. Where did this tradition began. Vancouver, Canada. This is an import into the United States. Uh, it started at the Commodore Ballroom in 2002. A party was held where basically the criteria was you had to wear an ugly sweater. And this began the tradition. And it was started by Chris Boyd and Jordan Birch. Yeah, they actually have trademarks on the phrase ugly Christmas sweater an ugly Christmas sweater party. So if you're gonna throw one of those, you may need to send them like a dollar or something. Uh, I'm not sure on the uh, rate of exchange between dollar and whatever they use in Canada. So I'd just go with a dollar. I think that's probably all right. Hopefully they don't get mad at me for doing this uh, little segment on my show. Man, I might have to send them like 20 bucks. That's not cool. All right, uh, let's talk a little more about ugly sweaters though. And you know, where are we going to go? Well, I'm not going to go to the desert to talk about sweaters. I'm going to go to a cold place. So we're going to go to Oslo, Norway, and we're going to talk with Fox Froth. He hosts a podcast called Frothland, and he says that he is the ruler of Frothland on his podcast. I would assume that it is very cold where he is, just pretty much year around, right? Uh, hey, Fox, is it pretty darn cold there right now? Where I live in the south, uh, Oslo, the capital, is in the south. Well, my Canadian friend says it's more like Vancouver or something. I'm guessing, though, you probably see a lot of uh, sweaters up there, right? Do you see a lot of ugly sweaters this time of year? Yes, I do. It's kind of a recent phenomenon here. Some of them have ugly sweaters under their jackets because it's that <laughs> cold, you know? <laughs> and the right. other people I see that they are not wearing big jackets. They're like me. They're out running. And then, you know, you have running gear. Yeah, I can't imagine how cold it would get in Norway. I'm, I'm in the Bay Area of California. Yeah. And, you know, we sort of freak out 
about it being 55 degrees or so. Now, I know you're in Celsius, uh, 55 degrees Fahrenheit is is what I'm talking about. And uh, San Francisco, that is cold in San Francisco. (laughs) Okay, so right now, I just checked 10.4 degrees Fahrenheit here. 10.4 Fahrenheit. Yeah, Yeah, which is uh, a temperature where I would be comfortable and uh, thank you for uh, wearing an ugly sweater today. I'm assuming you're wearing one, right? I am actually. So I have a I have a pink HMM hoodie that I somehow managed to wash with like uh, you know wool long johns. So they have <laughs> they're covered in these uh, tiny little black dots. And, that sounds um, ugly. I think it meets the requirements. <laughs> it is ugly, and the hood has shrunken, so it's too small for my head. And I have shrunk in around the midsection, so it's too big for me there. So I, I think it constitutes an ugly so. sweater, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your podcast. Yeah. So, um, well, it started out as just trying to to get a break from from the whole pandemic situation. And also, to be honest, also my situation, because I was actually, when the pandemic hit, I was on my friend's couch. I was there looking for work in the city. Because I wanted to move out here, mm-hmm. um, I kind of wanted to to document the story. And people can get your podcast uh, um, anywhere podcasts I, are available, right? Yeah, it's uh, Frothland. F R O T H L A N D. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Ray Liotta is 66. Keith Richards is 77. He's got at least another 100 years with the Rolling Stones, I would imagine. Katie Holmes is 42. DMX is 50. Bridget Mindler is 28. Ashley Benson, 31. Brad Pitt, 57. And Billie Eilish is 19. That's your look at December 18th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future podcast, just go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday. Oh,